Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Oe, hydrated by Harry Man Brewery. How you doing, Oe? Good, mate. A little bit late this week. I wonder why. Oh, we're all good, man. I was actually, I know you want to stitch me up and make a joke out of this, but I was actually going to say something about the intro of the show, how I say, hello. Someone asked, like, what is he saying? A, a loop. <laughs> a loop? But no, what we're what saying is hello, saying? but just with a silly voice because I don't know why we do it. I, well, no, there's <laughs> uh, definitely no reason yeah. why we do it we're at just, all. We're just being silly. But uh, yeah, how are you doing, mate? You went for a surf this morning. I did, Tamarama. It was really nice. Uh, yeah, uh, got one nice wave. Mm-hmm. The rest were a bit crappy. You when mentioned we, you got a bit of a you from some surfers. Yeah, that, and that's why you do it, don't you? Do you if we body surf for surfers? I want their approval oh, so badly. Yeah, exactly right, because <laughs> they think they're the king of the ocean. Uh, so if you get a you off a, um, a surfer, then that's what you do it for. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get straight into it. Two big competitions, two big giveaways. First, we've got Keel Down Under on board with the Wave of the Week. We do. Now, this is exciting. This week, Keel are giving away a free pair of Sluggos. How good's that? Yeah, Tim, I, I really like the idea that uh, Uga has put to us. He's, he's trying to get the community involved with a bit more swimwear. Uh, and they're pretty outrageous, the, uh, the old Sluggos from, from Keel. So, I'm stoked that he's come on board and he's given away a pair of Sluggos this week to... Should we do a drum roll? No, Is it like, no, I don't think it'll sound very good on this table. <laughs> uh, he's actually giving it to Glenn Fergo. Well done, Fergo. So, Fergo, you've received the Sluggos this week. Uh, if you slide into our DMs or into uh, Keel Down Under's DMs... How lazy is that? We won't even get in touch with him. Can't we send him a message? No, 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 sure. no, 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 no. I'm not, no, he gets it. Like, if he wants to win the pro, you, no, should we? All right. Well, we let's slide into his DMs. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that's okay. Well, let's do that. All right. Uh, Fergo, you've won it. And there was lots of good entrants. We had uh, about about 15 to 20 on it. It's early stages. Mm. Um, but keep hashtagging WOTW. And uh, the Body Surf Podcast. I think it's just Body Surf Podcast, actually. And you guys can be within a chance. Oh, within. You can have a chance to win next week. Yeah. I don't know what he's putting up. Well, do you know what I would like to do? Maybe not next week, but you know, in a month's time or something. We'll see how this competition goes. I saw on the Keel Down Under Instagram page that they now have a one-piece female Belly Slater swimwear um, for sale. You Ma- could get that for, for your girlfriend, Tim. You <laughs> took her on the date. Where'd you go, by the way? Sizzler? Uh, yeah, it's oh, gone. How good Sizzler? Sizzler's gone. Is, that- well, it's actually gone. Yeah. Well, is Sizzler an Australian thing or is it is it American? There's Sizzler overseas, isn't there? How good's the uh, old cheese bread? bread. Oh. Do you know why they do the cheese bread, though? Fill you up. To fill you up so you don't go like berserk on the smorgasbord Buffet. Well, I had a buffet this week. Yeah, oh yeah, you're at training. And yeah, you've got two day training buffet at, at the Novotel. The Novotel, right. delicious, mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. But uh, no, I, I would like oh. to to give away the the female swimwear. Maybe we could do a, a, a female wave of the week. We need to get a female on the uh, podcast. I think. Yeah, soon. true. Because we're all about equality. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> we and are. there's some there's some really good girls out there having a crack. So it'd be. Really good to talk to them. Most of the girls um, we've met that are body surfing are in Maroubra. True. So, uh, Not many in Cronulla. Yeah. yeah Lift your game, girls. A lot more out east. Yeah. The southern girls need to um, 
Which yeah. makes no sense. Maybe we've got that culture of like you just sit on the beach and don't do much. Yeah, where's me Chico roll? Yeah, it's the puberty blues thing. Yeah. <laughs> but in Maroubra, they that's, get out there and have a go. That's right. Let's let's move on. Uh, we've said for a couple of weeks we're going to be giving away this board that uh, Ben Way has made. Mm-hmm. Now it's finished. I'm... I'm stoked to announce. It looks so good and it's got the Budgie Boys logo on it. How did they get the yeah, logo yeah, yeah. on it? Now, he said the colours look a bit messed up because we didn't actually send him our graphic. He uh, he got it off the Instagram and printed it on rice paper. On rice paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, he's put it on rice paper and then he's put the old, uh, what's it called? Uh, the stuff over the top with the, with the brush. Like and the, the varnish. Yeah. The, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. It's fiberglass, yeah, isn't fiber, it? Yeah, he's got it over there. Yeah. And it, looks, it looks pretty good. Um, but someone's got to win it. Mm. And we're going to go with the secret sound. Okay. Uh, but we're going to do it next week. So we're going to record the secret sound very soon. And then on the next episode of Between the Sets, we will uh, play the secret sound. And then we'll also upload it to our Instagram. And we want you guys to guess what it is. Um, yeah, probably the first person to correct uh, to, to correctly guess it wins the hand plane. Yeah, I, I think we should limit it to everyone has one guess. Yeah. Um, so if your your guess is incorrect, there's no deleting it and then commenting again. Just put your one guess on there. Keep it nice and safe. Keep it fair. And then I think we should get some people to ring up as well. Yeah, too, yeah, maybe. yeah. And, and the secret sound is such a staple radio prize giveaway. Like it sounds so funny. Um, I think it would be really great because it's going to be it's going to be a very niche, very uh, hard to pick sound. So if you guys can have some outrageous guesses, it will make it more fun. Exactly right, Tim. So we'll get onto that this week and I'm looking forward to it. All right, joining us on the Body Surf Podcast right now is a very special guest in the studio, Dan Carr, also known as Captain Kookman. How you doing, man? G'day, gentlemen. I'm great. Great to be here. Chevy. Where does that come from? That, che- that's the nickname, isn't it? That- I've, never, I've ne- never heard Chevy. Yes. Before Cookman, there was Chevy, but no, Chevy's been my nickname since I was about 13. Obviously, surname's Car. Yes. So I could have ended up with Dado or many other machinations, but, but Chevy. I was happy to get Chevy off um, a mate that I played AFL back with in the, in the day. So what's your story, Chevy? Tell us. Tell us about who you are, what you, what you do, oh. what you like doing, what you don't like doing. Um, yeah, I want to know your story. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know you. All right. Um, my boss is calling me right now. <laughs> Should you answer that? No, we're fine. Uh, you can in continue on. Um, so my story, 43-year-old Virgo, uh, father of three. 43-year-old Virgo. Virgo, not mm. father of three, not a... Um, so um, <laughs> born and bred on the Central Coast in New South Wales. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a womp addict. That's it. He's, he's, just, a, he's just an, know, he's an addict. Else? He's addicted. What do you want? I, I just, um, I need to know, I need to know what makes you tick, mate. What makes me the tick? The people want to know. Right. What's um, in the, what's in the heart? What's bleeding from you? Jeez. We're getting deep. We are getting deep. Yeah. Well, I'm, we've um, kind of gone surface level with all the rest of our guests, ooh. so I feel as if we should just ooh. dig a little well, bit. Well, it sounds like you're a hard Therapy. worker, you're a bit of a family man, but your, your passion on the side is definitely body surfing. Yeah, that's my body surfing would be my yoga or my release. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I, I work in the uh, banking and finance industry, been in the same organisation for 23 years now. So commuting to Sydney from the Central Coast. Nice. So, you know, three and a half, four hours a day in travel. Um, so, but, you know, body surfing is um, 
I suppose my release, I look forward to it. Getting in the water, <clears throat> it's my zen. So where you've just got no other worries about the next than the next wave. So that's I, it's a bit of my therapy, I'd say. Now, when you're working so much and you're commuting from the Central Coast to Sydney, yep. when do you fit in a surf? Have you got any creative ways of getting into the water? I have had some um, creative ways. They've caused me trouble over the years, um, if I'm honest. But... Um, uh, you know, I work from. I have flexibility, so I work from home on a Friday. So generally, I'll, I'll catch up with you know one of the boys or whoever's available to um, get a wave on a Friday morning before work. Um, and then it comes down to the weekend. It's just you know between between the kids and my wife. It's actually finding our own time. She's a runner, so we then just trying to juggle who does what when. So if she's running Saturday, I'll surf Sunday. Um, you know, if I can sneak one in Saturday after her run, if the Depending on the conditions, I will. Um, so, yeah, it's just managing that. But, you know, the other occasions I think you're alluding to, are, you know, I've had some uh, treks down to Sydney a few times, whether it be Avalon um, or Little Ave, um, down to Cronulla, uh, whether it be Cronulla Point or um, <clears throat> the trips down to Yenna Car Park with a few of the fellas. So it just depends. I, I watch it. Um, but I've had some, some early, you know, 3 a.m. get-ups to head down there. <laughs> So, so you say you watch it. What are you watching it on? Well, you know, in today's day and age, it'll be a WhatsApp group, and there'll be messaging coming through from a from a few of the boys in the Shire. So, whether it be with you know Peter Sperling, that's probably the the first person that introduced me to um, Cape Salander. So that's where you know, um, a funny story, but uh, I suppose the story the first time I actually caught up with um, Spurlo, um was we'd planned this. You know, this day the waves are going to be on. And um, so I got up at, depending on daylight savings, it might have been 4 a.m. We are meeting at, um, in a car park at, you know, daybreak. So I got up, headed down there. I told my wife, um, I was just going to work early. I just got, you know, heaps on. <laughs> um, so it gets better. So this will really dig a hole. Um, she probably won't listen to this, so I might be safe. Um, but, um, you know, got up early, headed down. And we went in the car park and... Um, it just wasn't on. So there was a couple of ugly, ugly ways. And we'd, we'd been chatting about this swell for, you know, a week prior, mm. you know, in the lead up just going, yep, it's going to happen, happen. And it didn't arrive. Um, so we end up, you know, um, who was there? Um, Ollie Brennan, Russell Pollard, Pete and myself um, searching where else could we go. So we ended up down at Cronulla Point on this day. And this was probably a good three or four years ago. Mm. Um, and... I was sort of in that reflection. It was probably that turning point in some respects. I'll sound like a wanker here, but it was one of the first times when we, we got a bit of publicity out of it. Not just us, but, you know, um, Coastal Watch did a story on it. Yeah, right. Article. I remember that day. Um, big, 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 big Wednesday. Wednesday big yeah. Wednesday, yeah. And so the story that went with this, so I went, we went down there, we were searching, and I had to get to work back in Darling Harbour, mind <laughs> you. So you're sort of time poor. Um, but um, we end up going to Cronulla Point. And it was just bombing. And Ollie was going to go somewhere else, but Spurlo, Russell, and myself just said, yep, yeah, we're in, jumped in. And it was just a monster. Like these things, you could drive a bus through some of these, like just dropping into them, you're just like, oh. I remember the, uh, and, the swell. Yeah, and it was, it was a, huge. It was a big old day. And so I did that. Um, we had that surf. So it, was, it was a fun session. You know, I went, I'm going in, you know, this was the Cozercizer because I went, I'm not taking my GoPro, no evidence, no, you know, getting shit. Um, so we did that, but then throughout, I got to work late. Like I didn't get to work to about 10 o'clock and I'm usually in about 7.30. So I was late and my manager at the time was, oh, where are you, Daniel? I said, oh yeah. 
because one of the young fellas was sick. Um, yeah, he's been you know, a bit crook last night, so I was just you know trying to help out there. Um, my wife Lauren get everyone settled, and I you know, and we just went on. The day was on. Throughout the day, in the age of social media, mm. things started to drop. Um, so, um, so a photo a photographer, Chris Stroh, legendary bodyboard, you know, video and photographer from the Cronulla region, um, posted a picture on his Facebook or whatever. So, you know, someone's tagged Russell Pollard in there, Bournemouth Gills, tagged him in it. And so then he's tagged me in it. But then I could see that people I knew from home, my brother-in-law, could see this story going on. I was like, wow, okay. How do we, we're struggling here. So that, but that day happened. Nothing spilled out. The lie was in and I continued on my day. A couple of days later, it was then like, because oh, I think, you know, Dave Archer from Garage had been at a session at Avalon. I think even um, Jake, um, the barrel pig, had, had had a good session as well. So they ended up um, touching base, like Coastal Watch coming, oh, we want to run an article. Yeah. And they ended up touching base with us to go, oh, we'd like to write something about it. Mm. So the plot starts, you know, this lie is getting deeper. Mm. Um, the body surfers that took on Sydney's big swell, I believe, was the headline. That was the one. So mm. we wrote a bit of an article. Now, um, Needless to say, I'd gone to Chris Stroh after the photos dropped and said, oh, hey, and I told him my story about I've done this lie, I've lied to my wife, I've lied to my boss. Well, he posted that. <laughs> <laughs> so everything was unravelling. But um, but that day, so the Coastal Watch you know, did an article and I was like, I've got to come clean. Like, to who, your boss or to the missus? All to the, the boss or the boss? Both bosses. Yeah. So it just unravelled. And so I said, you know, my wife, that day, I actually went surfing. Why didn't you tell mm. me? What else have you lied to me about? Who is she? <laughs> oh, it spiraled. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. oh you got yeah. nasty. Who is she? Yeah, who's she? Yeah. I said, well, Russell. Huey. Russell, Spurlow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and, yeah, so, you know, I was, there was plenty of, you know, cold shoulder and hot tongue in that space for a while. Um, but then work people had seen the article as well. So I then had to front up to my boss and just basically say, oh, by the way, you know, I was, I was actually surfing and, and um, so, yeah. And so then the article dropped on Coastal Watch and my wife was like, you only told me because oh, yeah. you'd done that article, mm. you asshole. Yeah. Um, so it was a funny one. But I, from there on, I, I haven't lied about a surf session. To the wife? Or to the, the wife. Yeah. Or the boss. Or the boss. That's good. I've either planned and said, hey, actually, I'm going to be in a touch late. I'm going. That's uh, that's. And I've great. just had to do that. Mate, that's, yes. that's really positive. That's good to hear. It was. You feel better inside? Now yeah, or then? Yeah. Like, oh, it was, it was a funny one. Just the change, just when you watch this thing spiral out of control and you go, I'm screwed. You can't control a lie. No. There's no control. And that's what I learned from it. So next next sessions and all that kind of stuff, it was a case of just fronting up and going, hey, I'll be in a touch late. I'm going for a surf or my wife, I'm getting up early because I'm going for a wave. So you've told us who you surf with. Yep. And the Sunny Coast body surfers, obviously, yeah. up from up that way. Yes. Um, what got you into body surfing? Mm. Um, oh, just... I've always been like on the coast um, and I, you know, sort of started thinking about things before we, you know, caught, got together tonight, but um, always been in the water, beaches and all that kind mm. of stuff. So bodyboard surfed, more so bodyboarded, um, but so always been around the water. Um, I think um, probably about when I talk body surfing as a main thing, it was about six years ago, six and a half years ago, we were in Bali just on a family holiday and I just packed some fins. So I was just body surfing there and I think that's when 
had a bit of fun, went on and bought my first handboard and all that kind of stuff. And it went from there basically. Um, because I wasn't actually getting in the water that often, but it became a, I was getting in the water every weekend. I wasn't getting in the water every weekend. So that's why you talk about a bit of your Zen or a bit of your, you know, my time. That's what it became for me. So, yeah. And so that kind of rolls into uh, the next question, which is your, your first gear. So yeah. uh, you told us a cool story before we, we actually went to the pub before this and um, had a couple of beers and a snitty and it was quite delicious. Uh, and I'd see these are the things that I wish we recorded. Yeah. Um, the kind of like the chats that people don't get to hear because you get a lot of good stories out of it. So um, you're actually saying that uh, you found slide when yeah. you're in Bali. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So Tell I us think more about them. Yeah. I'd, I'd started searching some um, body, ser- you know, it's just searching for hand, hand boards, hand planes, mm. whatever you want to call them. Um, but um, I started searching and I don't, I was trying to recall and I was trying to, did they come up in my feed or not? I couldn't remember, but you know, I wasn't on Instagram at that time. It wasn't a, a thing as such, or mm-hmm. I was just behind the times anyway, but um, I was on Twitter. So about two weeks later after, you know, uh, when I was in Bali or home by then, but slide handboards followed me on Twitter. I was like, hmm, it was destiny sort of thing. But I ended up looking at their brand, started looking at some of their boards and, um, and I was, as I was saying to you guys, you know, at the time, I think dollar was parity. So it wasn't as, you know, as costly as it has been um, about getting a board in. And, you know, everyone knows what shipping's like from the US and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there was a sale on board a board. And I think when I first um, used that board, um, like it just opened a different dimension to body surfing for me. Mm. Um, and that's where I went, you know, I'll, I love this. I really enjoy it. And that's where, you know, I was booging at the time, but I ended up just it was just all about, mm. you know, handboarding from there on. Mm. Yeah. So you've been um, body surfing for a while now. What gear do you ride with now? What's in your floppy bucket? In my floppy bucket. Um, so it'll be one of many pairs of Defins. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're always wearing different, like odd colored. Yeah, fins. I like to mix and match. Yeah, and, match, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I've, I've got, you know, I've been looked after um, well by Defin in that space. So yeah, I'll mix and match, depends on the mood. <laughs> or even just to, just to wear something different. So I do combine the colours. Um, so, yeah, the fins in that space. And, um, you know, they've supported me for a number of years now. And I just like the, the feel of the fins. We were talking about I had some old sort of Churchill styles that just ripped the hell out of my feet. And I found the fins are ones that, one, don't rub for me. Um, and two, you know, I've dropped... We all like a good rub. I know, we love a good rub. <laughs> um, but not on your feet. Unless yes. you're into that, of course. You could say I have a rubber fetish. Um <laughs> And, um, and two, they float. So yeah. I've dropped, um, you know, fins here and there and always, fi- I haven't lost a defin. Like I've lost my old man of blades back in the day and all that kind of stuff. Um, so everyone had a manta them. as well, didn't they? Yeah. Everyone started with the manta. Well, Johnny Hubbard gave my, me my first oh. set of blades. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, defins on my feet. Um, wetsuits, um, I wear an Adelio if I'm wearing a wedding. Adelio, um, who's an Australian brand. Um, so I wear the wetsuits and I just like them. Um, and I suppose it's one of those, you know, sm- supporting the smaller, um, not a massive brand and all that kind of stuff or your mainstream. So, and I, I know the guy who, who runs it, so that's, which is always an advantage, but, um, so Adelio Weddy, um, and obviously the slide hand, slide handboards, um, depends on, I've got quite a few. Mm. Um, so it just depends on the day what I ride to be honest I, I'll pack them all I'll pack a couple of sets of fins um, and generally I take it one of each board that I've got whether it be the 
um, the Buller, the Wedge, the Grom, the um, Fish, um, even the old Hex flicks that they did back in the day as well. So I'll, I'll throw those in just depending, you know, look at the conditions and I'll mixed for what it needs to, you know, what I want to use. With, no with, sluggos? No. <laughs> That's, yeah, I do yeah. have, um, I do, you know, probably not at the moment, I've let myself go. Um, but um, When when you were at Wampoff, what were you wearing that day? They were budgies. They were budgies. Budgie smugglers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I was probably wearing the rainbows, I'd say. I've got three pairs of the budgies. Oh, nice. Um, so are you saying you were in better shape back then than you are now? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Hence why you're not wearing the budgies. Probably, yes. It's not a good sight. Midlife, <laughs> midlife spread. Um, so I do have the budgies, but I, you know, um, come from a water polo background, so I haven't been to, you know, I'm fine wearing, I'm fine in my skin, um, even though there's lots of it. But um, And when you're a dad, it doesn't matter as much. You just get it all out. Oh, it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> Not when your wife's a runner. Yeah, she's she's you know Jane Fonda and (laughs) I'm. I won't say who. Um, So yeah, I'm used Jeremy. Well, I'm used. (laughs) I was going with the hedgehog there. Yeah, Yeah. you get an action, but you look terrible. I'm not that hairy. Um, But um, so I'm used to wearing you know speedos or whatever just from water polo days too. Mm. So um, I'm known to you know rock them on the beach and. Without any disregard, so um, I'm comfortable in them because I think you get from getting around in dickies anyway. That's that's life. Yeah. So slide. Uh, we had a chat before. Um, they're on board with you. You're you're sponsored by slide. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're getting the gear and you know all the ins and outs of the the company and. Um, yeah, I formed a, a good relationship. I think when yeah. when I was I was chatting to Steve before I bought my first board and. Now, how did I end up riding with Slide? I suppose in some respects, they, I think at the time they were looking for ambassadors in Australia and they had a little competition and I actually didn't win it. Another guy won the competition. I was like, okay, righto. Who's he? Was Where one, is he um, now? A uh, guy up in Queensland. He was on the Gold Coast. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mm. Um, but um, but I think it was one of those things where I was posting that much content anyway. I just probably wore him down, to mm. be honest. Yeah. Um, but even, even that said, I think when you're just enjoying the sport that much, I was going to post it either way, to be honest. But yeah, formed a relationship with them over the years, and we we chat here and there, um, and um, you know we'll touch base on ideas they've got and, and different bits and bobs. So yeah, I've just been um, you know good people, um, and I like their products. And the Slide Australia comps coming up. You were saying um, at the pub. Yes. You let us know the details. Slide Fest. Slide Fest. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wearing, not that you can see it on a podcast, but I've got the Slide Fest 2018 shirt on. So Slide Fest is um, something they, Angie and Steve run in the States. So this year they're running it at T Street. So um, Travis has um, picked up and doing Slide Australia, or Slide Handboards Australia. Um, he's looking to run, you know, a similar contest in, in Oz um, in early June, 1st of June, off the top of my head. We'll get the details to you, but um, yeah. So Travis is looking to do the same thing up on the Goldie. Um, so more details to come, but I think it's you know, forty-eight riders they're looking to get entries for, yeah, and cool. yeah, cash prize, first place, that kind of stuff. So they're looking to really spread the stoke. And we want another um, go at Melbourne's that weekend as <laughs> oh, well, don't we? Tim? Have you ever been to Melbourne's? It's a nightclub in the Gold yeah, Coast. Yeah, it's I horrible. Have back in the day. Yeah. Right. Well, no, it's ago. pretty good. <laughs> we were we went on toolies there. <laughs> I was going to say, but when you get to a certain age, and you guys are only young, oh, we're getting there. Uh, um, when I go to nightclubs now, they either think you're either uh, you know you own it, <laughs> or you're someone's dad. Yes. <laughs> so 
I think that was the last time I was at Melbourne was many years ago. Um, the Rugby World Cup was on, and I ended up getting some bloke thrown out because it's just been a tool. But I think I just looked like that, you know, worldly guy, and I see the bouncer, you know, get rid of this tool. Piffed him. There you go. I strutted around the rest of the night like I I own the joint. The last time we went to Melbourne, someone got sniped. So (laughs) (laughs) we've all got a story. (laughs) Well, maybe if you uh, do well at Slide Fest, you'll go and celebrate at uh, Melbourne. Are you going to be heading up to the Gold Coast? Yeah, I've got to work out those um, those details. You might have to lie to the old wife again. I don't think I could lie (laughs) an airfare and a flight to a... uh, No, we can get an Airbnb. It'll work. work. So, Uh, no. you, You haven't told us about your... The biggest sponsor of all. Well, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, he was just showing me this on the Instagram. This looks hilarious. I'm not sure if it's a stitch up or not. Is My this, major sponsor. Is this Your legit? major sponsor? Six figures. Yeah. Yep. Tell us. Surf in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what is surf in a bottle? What isn't it? It's a blast of salty goodness in your face. <laughs> How is it? Not how that is it way. <laughs> That's Ron Jeremy yeah, yeah, speaking to yeah. you again. <laughs> this, went, this went lowbrow really quickly. Um, so the background behind Surfing a Bottle, you know, a great sponsor of mine, Six Figures. Um, yeah, pretty much right. I don't need to work. I work because I enjoy to work Yeah. because really Surfing a Bottle has um, hooked me up. So <laughs> Dr. Anthony, as he's known from the um, Stoked Institute, developed Surfing a Bottle. Okay. So um, it was a gift after I'd had my accident where I broke my neck. So he knew I wasn't going to be wet for a while. So um, good old Dr. Anthony went down to uh, and collected some Avoca Gold. That was the first batch. Um, so the, uh, I won't say the micro brewery, but the micro, you know, uh, organisation of Surf in a Bottle, how it kicked off. So he brought me that into hospital. So that was my little go-to. Um, and we've since added to the collection. Yeah, there's, um, a, f- there's a few more people on board now. Yeah, there's, well, there's the Crescent Classic mm. um, out of the channel at That's Crescent right. Head. So on a, you know, on a running tide. Um, even, uh, I think there's some froggy, so there's some Gold Coast stuff as well. So, and we've got some ambassadors around the place, but yeah, there, there's some other things, you know, that they're working on too at the Stoked Institute too. So I'll be able to share. So keep watching. Well, we didn't bring this up, uh, when we had Uger on the, on the program, but he was trying to, um, bag up sand from Wanda Beach. And sell it on eBay. sell it on eBay. Because he heard that someone was doing that from the wedge. Right. I mean, Wanda, wedge, probably well, a little bit of a difference there, but I'm sure that's highly basically, illegal. Basically, no, well, the cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. Because what we've got is sand in a can. <laughs> okay, so, sorry, Uga. <laughs> It's already um, been done. Paint and pending. Um, <laughs> and you can speak to my paint and lawyers, but... Sand in a can. Sand, I didn't want to release it soon, <laughs> but you forced my hand. So sand in a can, because you can firstly go those days where you can't get wet or sandy, You can, but you want that feel that you did succeed that day. You can either go a little spray in the face, a little sand in the can on the hair, or even on your feet. If you want that salt, wherever you want, but um, you can douse yourself um, with with sand in a can. So (laughs) yeah, watch this space. Um, We might be able to get some freebies for giveaways (laughs) as part of the the body surfing podcast. So um, yeah. The switchboard's lit. No, (laughs) (laughs) that's the first time ever because this is not a call-in show. (laughs) (laughs) And we should set set the record straight about the sand in a can and the surf in a bottle. Yeah. where did you break your neck? We want to know. what. How did it happen? Because we've got the wrong intel. Here. C6, C7 was where I broke it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're actually looking for the location. Yeah, the location. Um, oh. That's dangerous as well. C6, C7 is pretty... 
Yeah. That's, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was that's a, interesting. Yeah, now we're going, we went from there, we're going down a level now, um, yeah. deep space. Um, so North Entrance, North Entrance Beach, which is one of my locals you anyway. You took me there. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, okay. But we were a bit north of where we took you. So um, for those that know North Entrance, but it was up north of the surf club. Um, I forgot remember what the street was. But again, it was a week where, um, and I think even, you know, one of those ones where the WhatsApp groups start lighting up to go, this is happening. I couldn't get on the weekend. I couldn't get down to Sydney because I'm sure the boys were getting waves down somewhere. But um, uh, myself and Adam, one of the, the coast boys, um, good mate and just a surfing buddy. Like, you know, as we've grown, we were always sort of surfing together. But um, we were watching. Um, and it was a weird one because we were, I had to get in a surf before kids' soccer because you've got a time <laughs> limit. You've got to get there. Um, but, yeah, we're at North Entrance. So went there and... It was big. It was a high tide. Um, it's probably one of those ones where, you know, hindsight's such a, a great thing, but um, there's a couple of photogs on the shore. Yeah. So you're going, hey, throw yourself amongst that because there's a camera there. Throw yeah. yourself in. As soon as there's a camera, the whole experience changes, doesn't it? Yeah. So, and it was one of those ones where, so there was a few good surfers mm. out there, like coast local boys that are out there. And that, that's who the photogs were. They went for a body surfer, to be honest. But um, Adam looked, he went, a bit, you know bit gnarly and I was just pumped and said, well, I'm going. So he was on the shore and ended up taking some photos. But, um, so yeah, just on a sandbar up there. So got some ugly ones that day that didn't hurt me. Got a nice one that did. So luck of the draw. Now, how was the, like, how'd you get in? Like who looked after you? Oh, was, did you get airlifted? No, no, no. I got man lifted, but, um, <laughs> so the, the wave, the wave came. And I'll, I'll I'll share it with you whatever I've got. I've actually got the photo of the wave. Adam got a photo of me on the wave. Yeah, you sent it me in. Yeah, and um, so just you know caught this wave. It just threw over, but I ended up just going up and over the falls. And I've just come down basically head first onto my left temple, wow. and just knew I was hit. Yeah. Like knew I, mm. I've been hit in the face by a firework before, and numb on my right side. I'm an idiot, but um, <laughs> never said I wasn't. But um. Oh, you know, when you just, you know, you've been hit, but, um, so the, the order of event, I knew, you know, this wasn't right and I couldn't move my arms. So that's probably a bit of a dead giveaway as well. Um, but I just remember, like, I thought, shit, you're in trouble. Don't drown. Um, because it was just set after set and it was six plus. Mm. Um, and I was just holding my breath. So, yeah. I, and I don't know if that comes back to just surf, but water polo days, you used to get mm. rumbled around a bit, but, um, no one came and got me, so I made it to shore. I could, I, I did what I call the wounded seal, so I could kick my legs at least uh, and get to shore. But no one really knew. And I remember getting to shore, just going, like, I'm going to cook slam it up the beach because I, I didn't know how I'm going to get up the beach. Mm. But I got up, um, sort of washed up the shore and then started crawling. And um, and this local um, girl, a surfer, she ran down and she's like, are you okay? And I can just still... I'm looking at Matt here, but um, I'm looking. I could just still see her where she's like, "Okay, lay down." Mm. And I didn't know, but my head was already like blown out on the left hand side. I had a chunk of hair missing where I hit the bottom. Oh wow! And um, but I knew I couldn't feel my fingers, my mm. hands, so I just laid down. Um, I was lucky. Get goosebumps. Um, there was a guy there. Who I didn't know it was actually his old man was one of my school teachers, but he was a trainee paramedic. So he was going through the the gist of becoming a, a paramedic, but he just lied down there, just packed me with sand and I just lied there basically. And they were just watching me and then the ambos came. Um, you know, there was a few of them all picked me up. And um, so Adam, who's a fairly quiet guy, so enjoy the ride too. 
Uh, mm. We'll get the handles in there so people actually know who you're talking about. Yep. But um, he's phoned my wife just go, oh, Daniel's had an accident. And I think she missed his call. But so then they're carrying me up the beach. There's probably about, I'll say six guys, probably eight to carry me, but to be honest. But, you know, I'm all chocked up, got the neck brace on and that kind of stuff. They carry me up the beach and then Lauren's, Lauren calls Adam. And so he lets go to answer the phone. And I remember just jolting on the on the stretcher. I'm going, oh, okay, I'm going to fall off the, you know. Um, but And he's just, oh, yeah, you know, it's just precautionary. He's sort of mm. um, nonchalant about it. Yeah, just, just oh, okay, then no worries. Is he coming to soccer? No, no, we're putting him in an ambulance. He's like, an ambulance? Oh, yeah, he hit his head, but it's just, you know, precautionary. So it was one of those ones where couldn't film my hands. Mm. Um, and I was just lying there. So I went, oh, shit, this is a bit serious. Um, and took me to the hospital. Um, you know, I was a crumb cutler by this stage because I was covered in sand. I had a wetsuit on, but I was just covered in sand anyway from just lying there for probably a good, I don't know, 45 minutes. Um, they cut the wetsuit off and it was cold that day just to let it know. <laughs> it was cold. Um, and like, oh, do you want to keep the wetsuit? I actually wanted to keep it. And my wife's like, it's gone. Um, so I think I don't have the wetsuit. I, was, I, I don't know why you'd want to keep it. But um, they cut it off and we thought it was just precautionary but they took me for and my wife at this stage is taking a photo you know facebook the day and age we live in this dickhead you know um what's he done to himself um <laughs> but we didn't know the damage that had gone on um so went and had a cat scan interesting one there for those who've had cat scans and then a contrast dye the um the gentleman said oh you know you're going to feel a warm rush I went okay no worries mm. Well, there they do the cat scan he didn't tell me the warm rush was in your balls <laughs> so I'm lying there, can't move, brace. And I'm like, I've wet myself. Got straight out. Well, that's what I felt like because mm, the yeah, warm rush you yeah. get. I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to not move, but I'm trying to pad that area. And he came back. I went, mate, you know that warm rush? He goes, yeah, I didn't tell you it's down there. Yeah. That's my little joke. I'm like, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, thanks, that mate. I'm lying here and I might have suspected broken neck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, as long as, you know, good for your, you know, your giggles. But um, we'd gone back to the room and then my wife overheard him in the, foyer actually going oh it's a c6 c7 c5 c6 c6 7 the bottom ones before you start getting into the t's yeah um oh we're gonna have to take it to royal shore i'm probably going too long with this story but um that's good that's when it um mm. i was like oh okay and they're like yep yeah, you've transverse bro transverse process fracture so i haven't spinal cord's fine yeah but you know at the time when you see a broken neck you're going shit yeah but um it's the wings that go off your spinal your yeah. vertebrae so I've broken two of those. But in breaking those, and I suppose where I've probably compressed, it was my right-hand side that I broke, mm -hmm. where I hit my left, um, I'd actually um, pinched the uh, vertebral artery that goes to your brain. So I was then a stroke patient. Well, I still am, basically. Mm -hmm. But, you know, neck break, but also stroke, that's what they're worried about because a blood clot yeah. used to have a stroke. So rush me to – well, not rush me. It was like all day, but I go to Royal North Shore. Um, they <laughs> I probably go to They were – we end up running into some people, nurses that work there, and they were talking about spinal patients where sometimes they'll insert a digit to check on spinal patients that have part of the injury. Mm. But I heard him talking about it, and she's going, you know, Daniel, <laughs> it looks like we're going to have to um, just do a rectal examination. Or it's like, And I'd heard him. They didn't realize. I'm like, I'll have two fingers, thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she was taken back by that. But took me to Royal North Shore. They didn't know if they were going to operate on the break. They were worried about the artery. You can't really do anything for the artery. Get to Royal North Shore. Long story, sh story short, but um, I get there and I've been in this brace for probably about eight hours now and I end up with a board patch from it because it's on that tight. Mm. I end up with a board patch on the back of my head. But the neurosurgeon comes in and he's got the shits, I think, because it was a Saturday night. You could just see he was, you know, 
great people, mind you, I say that. But um, he's like, yeah, I've had a look. Take the brace off. And so they take the brace off. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, I've had this on for eight hours mm-hmm. now. He's like, oh, you can look. And he's standing to my side. Oh, you can look at me. I went, yeah, I am. He goes, no, you can turn your head. I'm like, mm. no, no, I'm no. fine. And um, and so, um, but quite sobering at all. I end up in the spinal unit for three days. If you mm. want to put perspective on life, we'll get deep here yeah. in the body, body surfing podcast, being there for three days and mm. you realize how lucky I am yeah. is one. They end up kicking me out because I was, yeah. what's this dipshit doing in here? He's walking around mm. basically, mm. but to see what had happened to people, oh, I was yeah. gut-wrenching. Um, so I, I moved from there, um, and then it was all just around my bloods in the artery. So yeah. I ended up as a in a in a um, in the stroke unit, basically neuro and getting my meds right, getting my body right, and ended up on months of just warfarin, which is rat sack, um, thin my bloods so I don't clot and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So that was that was you know a long two weeks mm. um, of my life. I think it's important that we talk about that stuff as well because <laughs> as someone who has. Uh, my father actually had a broken neck as well. So I've seen that kind of side of, of things. It's pretty intense. But um, as body surfers, um, we are at real risk of that, especially if you're going heavy shore breaks and even things like reef breaks. That's a real risk that we run. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask, and it's been asked of me um, by a few guys that are kind of just getting into body surfing at the moment is, how do you fall? And it's that question where it's like, well, I don't really know how to explain it, but um, do you have any any insight on how you fall with grace, I guess it is? Not, not To put yourself in a position uh, where you're not going to get injured. That that day, or not not really. Mm. I've been dragged across the rocks. I've been, you know, sort of different things. And I think it's just, you know, it's just everything lined up that day to spear tackle me, basically. I've had yeah. other ones where I've sort of knocked myself and all that kind of stuff. But I don't, you just don't know what's going to happen on the way. So you can pull into a closeout, it throws over, and you'll see yourself go back up over the floors and you might just land flat on your back. Um, other people I watch where they'll sort of wait for that moment to just try to duck through the back. And, you know, I know I've done that after my accident when I went out at Crackneck the first time after getting the all clear. Even though I'd been in the water for a while, but this was like the, the big checkup to go, Daniel, you're fine. Mm. Um, and... Um, that was my, you know, oh, let's go to Crackneck, Daniel. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> you're such a smart dude. Um, but I remember that day, like, catching this wave, and I went, oh, I'll just pull through the back. And seriously, I went out the back and then just went, oh, I'm going back over. And I was this moment of <laughs> underwater. I was seriously dragged along the rocks at, um, at Crackneck and went, what are you doing? So I swam back out and had a couple <laughs> other waves. I still haven't worked out what I was doing. <laughs> So I don't, to answer your question, I don't, I, I don't know if you can gracefully fall. Some people pull out that last moment and just duck through the back of it. Um, see plenty of people do that. Um, but then sometimes I look at when you do hesitate, that's sometimes when you actually do get yourself in the wrong position. Mm. So sometimes it's just, just commit and go. Commit to pit. Yeah, mm. exactly. So, um, yeah, I couldn't give them the right answer on it. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, this has been a pretty in-depth, uh, little mm. chat. I, I like it, but we wanted to kind of finish the, um, f- finish the conversation with something light and talk yes. about when we actually first met. Yeah. I'm really Ooh. embarrassed about this because 
when we met at Wompoff, you were like, oh no, we've actually met before and I had no we idea because we had a pretty big night out. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was a big night. It was a big day. For us, we went to the races and yes. Owe and I had a bit of a punt and had a few drinkies. Yes. And, Watched uh, Winks, we of watched course. Winks run, I think it was when Winks won for the 28th or 27th time. Yeah, happy 20, 28th, I think. So she's yep. she's won a few more since. But um, yeah, we had a big day out. I think Owe was... I don't know. Someone... I, spotted, I spotted you guys. So I was going that day. I think I was going to the rugby. That's right. With the mates. You were walking up yeah. for Bow Street. We were walking down. Yeah, and we were we sort met of... in the middle. We did. And I, I think we were stopping to have a beer. And so were you. Um, yep. So, the you know, the stars aligned. But we did chat. We sat outside and had a few beers. I don't remember much well, of it. <laughs> I, I realised that at Womp Off. You go, oh, you said... <laughs> We've met. You were so friendly as well. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, who are you? <laughs> but, but I think it's a common situation because I was only chatting to, I think, Uga. I, I mentioned I, I did the water polo a few weeks back and he was playing for Cronulla. Yeah. And after the game, I, I sort of tagged him or something like, you know, posted a story. He's like, oh, and he's like basically the same thing. He sent me a message. Have we met? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we spoke after Wompoff at, mm. at the club. So I think that's a common thing. Or yeah, just we're all pissheads. <laughs> all body surfers are pissheads. We're, we're, we're elite me- athletes. Yeah, I'm just not memorable. <laughs> no, you know, no. bugger. But then, Oe, Oe, you you met Cookman at a, a more more civil sort of circumstance. Well, uh, there was at Noosa. Yeah, correct. And yes. it was four thirty five o'clock in the morning. We were running down to, uh, um, yeah, hop in the ocean before the comp started. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, just those chance meetings. And I was like, oh, it's Captain Cookman. Yeah. And um, you're like, oh, Prowey. I think Prowey. you said it. Yes. <laughs> calls me Prowey. Prowey. Yeah, it is actually Prowey, believe it or not. it's There's nothing. Yeah, I, There's no reason behind it. It's just <laughs> um, just Prowey. But um, yeah, that, that was a nice little weekend. I, I really enjoyed that. That was fun. We um, had lots of fun. I saw a barrel pig on mm. the... Uh, Apparently he was wasted. Yeah. No, I know. He doesn't get wasted. No, doesn't. We don't do that. No. Nah. But uh, he was behaving all week because he, he was just up there for the the fun of it. He wasn't in the comp. yeah yeah oh, okay. yeah. He missed out on the entry for it. So mm. yeah, I was trying to think that was the first year or second year because I did two years in a row. But um, after that, I, I know they didn't do the body surfing this year up at the Noosa Festival, but um, which I'm not missing because he honest, it wasn't a spectacle of yeah. No, so good was... guys in the water. I won't give them that a lot of skill. Well, that's yeah. Um, I said that, but um... but not a spectacle of what the sport is. I think for people for spectators to watch. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of like great technique I saw up there, like in half a foot yeah. slop. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's a, a fitting way to end our really in-depth yeah. chat with uh, our, our meeting right at the end. Thank so. you so much, Dan Carr, for being a guest on the Body Surf Podcast. Really appreciate your time, man. Uh, pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Uh, we really got to get out of here. Yeah, uh, we're running out of time in our SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> we got to migrate platforms, Tim. <laughs> Do it all again some other time. (laughs) But as we always say, (laughs) it's always overhead when you're body serving. Bye.